Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to a reflection. Emphatic distress. What does that mean? It was a new phrase to me, I have to say. But I have to thank the universe for the article in the Guardian newspaper by Nadine Levy. It explored the topic and I will put links to the show notes in this, but it's really relevant this week. So let's give a bit of context to this. Uh, Over the week, I've been working with some people and there was a bit of a theme going on, a theme where people were being overwhelmed by the work or the things that were in front of them, finding it almost impossible to stick to the main topic at hand. They're trying to eat the whole elephant in one sitting. You know, we all know how, how impossible that is. Why is this so difficult? What is going on? So the first question I have for you is, how are you feeling? Are you overwhelmed by the multiple things that are in front of you? We live in a world that is overflowing with information. And we all know how difficult the difficulties of war and conflict that are happening all around us. We know the political uncertainties around us. We know the economic uncertainties around us. All of these things add up and create a sense of urgency in us where we have absolutely no possibility or no influence to control it. We are powerless in the sea of this information, which does beg the question, why do we need it? And there are many people I know who deliberately do not connect or absorb any modern news. They literally ignore it all. They don't want to know about any of it because they say their life is better without it. And there is a lot to be said for that, that's for sure. So this is part, and the the article in The Guardian covers a lot of this, why people are struggling so much in the world because of this social media influence, because of media and because of just the sheer amount of stuff coming at people. Now that's all external stuff that actually has nothing to do with our lives. Nothing at all. Now add on top of that the things that is to do with our lives and try and process that as well. Back to the people I was helping this week. Part of the process of motivation and getting people to move forward, it involves asking them or getting them to create a future picture, to create a vision they want to get to, um, a goal, a big goal, something that inspires them. In my last podcast, we explored this idea of drawing energy from the future. So that's about exploring this idea of this big vision that we want to achieve or get to and recognizing how amazing that's going to be, how that's going to feel and bringing that energy back to the present. But of course, what comes back with that energy is the realization of how much work is involved to get there. And unless we can compartmentalize that, unless we can take away that hump 
and see it as a sequential process, it will become an overwhelming situation. And that was where I was dealing with this week with my um, clients who I was exploring this with this week. So how do we get through this? What, what, are, what are the options for us in terms of getting through this idea about not, you know, not being overwhelmed by this elephant in front of us? There are a couple of realities here that we need to look at. The point of power is always in the moment. We can only do and take action in this moment now. Anything that's going to happen tomorrow, can't do anything about that one yet until tomorrow. Anything that happened last week, I can do nothing about. What I have to do is change my thinking around this in some way so that I can accept that and work with what I have. The important thing in this situation is to do what you can do now. So I often use the example of trying to tidy up a space. If you've got a whole room to tidy up, the best solution is to start with a small area, a very small area, and just get that bit sorted. In fact, while I'm talking to you, I'm looking at my desk and recognising I do need to tidy it up because I've dumped a lot of stuff on it and it's sitting around me and I'm recognising it's an energy drain. It needs to go. But when we clear a small space, we can then see progress. And so we can expand that space by clearing more and more and more and seeing greater and greater progress. That is how we move forward on any one project. But it's getting rid of this feeling, this feeling of total overwhelm. And that's that's difficult. When we're in that process, it can go round in a circle and it can spin and spin and spin and spin and be very, very hard to break. So there's a couple of things we can do with this. One that I advise people to do is take a breath. Literally stop and take a breath. And now that has to be a conscious breath. There has to be one where you literally feel the air going into your stomach and then back out again and do it several times. Really big, big breaths. It's also about getting back into the body, feeling where your your, your bottom is touching the chair or where your feet are on the floor or putting your focus onto something, something else. The idea is we've got to try and break this pattern. So just focus on your hand and move the hand backwards and forwards and just notice what you feel when you touch different parts of your hand. As always, this thing is open to you, how you tend to use it. It's it's always going to be down to what you do and what works for you. The key is we're trying to take our attention off the cycle of overwhelm and put it onto something which is in the moment, which is immediate, which is now, and which there is no attachment to. You know, I'm breathing, I'm moving my hand, I stamp my feet maybe. All of these things are in the moment, in the now. And they're nothing to do with that that feeling of overwhelm. Now, when you get to that place, it's about thinking to yourself at that point, when you're now calm, what is the one thing I could do that would move me forward in this moment? What I can say works for me is the breath. I will take a deep breath. I will lift my rib cage up so I can get a really good breath inside me <sighs> and sigh it out. And often that will shift my, my feelings of whatever I'm feeling at the time. I appreciate none of this stuff is particularly easy when you're working on your own. So one aspect of that is reach out to people. That's one thing that is really powerful. If you are feeling overwhelmed, talk to someone. Doesn't matter who it is, talk to someone, start a conversation. 
yes, of course, have a coach, but you know, we, we don't all have the luxury of coaches. But you can talk to someone. There will be someone who you can reach out to and say, hi, you know, I'm having a bit of a, I'm having a bit of a moment. You've got a minute. <laughs> but that's all it takes. When you, when you shift that conversation with someone else and someone else can shi- shine some light on where you are, that does make a difference. I was talking to my wife earlier about this idea, how we get over that overwhelm of not getting enough stuff done in the daytime. And one thing she said to me, which I hadn't even given any anticipation to, was set a really low bar. And she's got a point. If you're feeling particularly overwhelmed today about getting stuff done, decide to get the minimum amount done. And decide you will be happy when that's done. Because that can make a difference. And of course, once you've completed that, what will probably happen, you'll go and do something else. I'm reminded of of my son many, many years ago who would come in and say he was bored. And I would say to him, why don't you go and have a look in your toy box and see if you can just take it all out and then put it all back and make sure it's no, there's nothing inside it, there shouldn't be there. And he would whinge a bit and he would go to his toy box and start emptying it out and then he would start putting it back and within moments he was then playing with something. It was a distractive technique in a way. It was a, way, a technique of getting him to look at something in a different way. All fascinating stuff. So that is what emphatic distress is about. Is this idea of being overwhelmed by the world around us or by the things that we have to do. And relieving it is about shifting our mindset. About moving our mind from where we are. Moving our mind to our current reality. Being kind to ourselves is also vital in all of this. Just because you're overwhelmed doesn't mean you have to be mean to yourself. You have to accept that I'm not feeling great at the moment and I will feel better later. And all will be well. And that's worth remembering. All is often well. Yes, agreed. It's a first world conversation. But for the majority of listeners to this podcast who are first world listeners, most of the time, all will be well anyway i'm going to leave you on that note uh, as always if you would like to reach out to me please do so uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast please share it with a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts as always thank you so much for your time and attention i will be back on wednesday with a re-release as i have a very very hectic week and there'll be no editing time so i'm not sure who it will be but we will have something for you on wednesday anyway as always thank you so much i'll catch you next time